Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In this episode, we will now be joined by longtime NBA reporter and fellow Basketball Society member, a somewhat new member to the Basketball Society family, our own Brandon Scoopy Robinson. Uh, Brandon does a good job at getting us inside information on all things NBA, breaking news for us, and then just giving us a better insight on what's going on. Sometimes necessarily on the court, but sometimes behind the scenes. Scoop, I just wanted to jump in and just ask you some questions about the Anthony Davis drama that's been going on, along with some KD news uh, mixed in there as well. So without further ado, uh, let's just jump right into it. It seems like every day there are rumors about Anthony Davis, obviously with the level of talent that he has. and it's Obviously the Lakers are obviously going to be linked to him, and the Celtics as well. And given the idea of pairing him with LeBron, obviously intrigues the Lakers. With Davis in New Orleans, obviously his contract runs out in 2020. What are the possibilities that he stays with the Pelicans and collects the Supermax contract extension that he is eligible for with the Pelicans? I mean, it's it's very uh, likely, to be honest with you, uh, in the sense of uh, they can offer him the most money. And so if you're looking at it from a money perspective, right, you figure, okay, fine he stays he'll be a very happy man right yeah obviously who wants who, who wants to turn down more money um i actually wrote about this a uh, couple days ago uh heavy.com i mean davis is a stud and there's a few people uh that want him obviously the lakers are the front runner uh he's, he's averaging uh monster numbers right now 28 points 12 rebounds four assists a steal and two blocks per game um this season but you you asked me directly about uh the money yeah, if you're looking at it from a money perspective, he can become a free agent in 2020, and he's eligible for a five-year, $235 million Supermax contract with the Pelicans. Um, that option is viable. Um, but for, for the for the sake of argument, you know, everybody talks about the fact that him signing with Clutch, uh, who's the same agency LeBron is under, through uh, LeBron and, and, and Davis's agent, Rich Paul, there's, there's a there's – a, 
connection there. Then you see Tyson Chandler, who you know is a, is a big man on the Lakers roster. He right. has a relationship with Anthony Davis. You see it there. You see the structure of the Contavious Caldwell Pole contract uh, that was signed. And and I mean, man, if if Clutch can get Contavious Caldwell Pole paid, we're in the wrong business. We should try <laughs> to get Clutch to get us paid. Um, right. But you look at all of those things that are connected there. You offer Brandon Ingram. Uh, you offer some other pieces there. The, the Contavious Caldwell Pope contract is definitely a bargaining chip. Um, and, and just through the people that I am speaking to in contact with, going back to mm, September, October, this is something that has been in the Lakers uh, blueprint for a long time. Now, that's on the Lakers side. You look at the side of the Pelicans, and uh, maybe they don't want to trade them. Right. Uh, you, you're, you're betting the house on trading in a, a once-in-a-lifetime to put once in a lifetime player in Davis, and you know you're sending them for somebody who has potential in Brandon Ingram. Um, you know, there's people who find that to be an unfair. Um, and then you wonder, okay, do you include Lonzo Ball in this trade, and, and, and some of those other factors? But if the Lakers don't get it done, they're going to have a problem in the off season because uh, it's not guaranteed that Kyrie Irving will come back. You know, his statement of "I'll come back if you'll have me" in front of a packed house uh, that that statement would not hold up in court. Yeah. No, I understand. And one thing that's interesting that I found out about the Celtics and the whole Anthony Davis sweepstakes was if the Lakers are going to get a deal done, I think that now would be the time to do it because the Celtics can't do anything until the offseason because of the bringing in the designated players on the contract. Uh, obviously, you can't bring in two in one season, and obviously the Celtics have the one. The Derrick Rose rule. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and the Celtics already have that in Kyrie. So, I mean, all things are lining up for the Lakers to do so, and right now I just think Rob Palenka and Magic Johnson just have to assemble this trade and kind of get the deal done and kind of figure out who they want to ship out. Oh, for sure. It's, it's And when you look at it from the, from the Lakers' perspective, I mean, you get all of those short-term contracts on the books um, so that it can facilitate a potential trade. And if it's not Anthony Davis, uh, you know, there are other people out there. there there's Bradley Beal. Uh, well, even in the offseason, if you pick up Bradley Beal, the way his contract is set up, you can flip him in the offseason and, and potentially still get Anthony Davis. So, you know, I know Davis is on their radar. I know Kevin Durant is on their radar. I reported that September 17th. I'll never forget it because it's yeah. my sister's birthday. Um <laughs> my baby sister's birthday but right. when you look at that situation with the lakers the lakers have flex room through through the february 7th trade deadline a little over about a month and a half but um don't let it be in a situation where you know the celtics can get their hands on them i had chris sheridan on the scoopy radio podcast recently um and and sheridan told me that you know quote anthony davis danny Ainge has been wanting to get this guy since he was at kentucky i remember that yeah. uh yeah, and, and the thing about it is, the other thing about the Boston Celtics is, um, the Celtics have four first-round draft picks coming up. I mean, he has players uh, that he can, you know, move as well. He can move the contract of a Gordon Hayward. You know, do they do they re-sign Kyrie Irving? Because if they don't, if they let him walk, you know, Terry Rozier can come in and take his spot and do what he needs to do, and you right. saw that in the playoffs. Uh, but like you said, the Derrick Rose rule, which prevents the Celtics from trading Davis this season, is on the Lakers' side. And Scoop who, who, what, who, what, what better team, what better two teams to to be uh, conflicting on a potential free agent <laughs> or a trade uh, than, than than the Celtics and the Lakers, the two best teams in the NBA, at least championship wise. They have a rich history of rivalry, and it's going to be a very interesting next couple of months. Yeah, I think this is the first time we've seen an off-court 
kind of rivalry between the Celtics and Lakers. Everything else has been kind of on the court. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. And I wanted to go back to something you mentioned about uh, Kevin Durant. And I know you mentioned in previous posts and tweets uh, about the Lakers organizing this LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Kevin Durant super team. And that essentially KD has made up his mind, kind of something that uh, LeBron did and kind of had a plan going into the offseason already established. So with that said, obviously the first step for the Lakers was to get LeBron. But as it sits now, who would you say is closest to uh, coming to L.A. between KD and Anthony Davis? Well, I think when you look at the Kevin Durant situation, it's a lot easier. It's yeah. a lot easier because he's, he'll, he can be a free agent at the end of the season. Um, but I think there are some complexities there. Number one, I say the Warriors win the finals this year. Mm-hmm. They they have a healthy boogie, assumedly. Uh, Draymond, Steph, Clay, they move into a new arena. They're going to sell the new arena. Uh, they're going to sell. We've won championships with and without you. You'd be an asset. Right. Um, and at the same time, uh, he's still in California, Northern California. And, uh, you know, he has a rapport and a relationship with those guys having won with them. Um, so you, he's, he's had, he has that familiarity on his side. Okay, say they lose. It'd be a situation similar to LeBron in Miami when they lost in 2014 mm-hmm. to the Spurs, and then he signed out right with Cleveland. You know, the thing with Cleveland was when LeBron went to Miami, it was almost like he was in a daze that he decided he was going to go. And he actually, there was talk. I, I spoke to some people that said that, like, yo, like, he even considered, like, not standing put on his word and, and wanted to go back to Cleveland. But that whole Dan Gilbert thing kind of crossed it out. Now, comparatively to, to Golden State, um, you look at Kevin Durant, okay, say the Warriors lose. Uh, you know, they still have a. They still have to go out and see what they're going to do with Clay. Yeah. Um. You know that's going to be an issue. Okay. Say KD leaves, the Warriors still have a packed team. They're the mm-hmm. team that they were before KD. Seventy-three joined. and nine. I mean, they're not exactly. Gonna, yeah. So I mean, I mean, when you look at that situation, I mean, that Warriors team was built to compete with LeBron and the Cavaliers. KD did his job. He left OKC. He joined the Warriors. So then say KD leaves and he goes to, say he doesn't even go to the Lakers. Say he goes to the Knicks. Say he goes to the Clippers, right? Yeah. Okay. The Warriors still have a, a, a impact, an intact team that they can still compete in the Western Conference because, again, they were built to compete with, you know, LeBron and them, as they say. So, you know, in, in the NBA's Eastern Conference, you, you have Kawhi and the, the Raptors. You have you know, Kyrie and the, the Celtics, and then you yeah. have Jimmy Butler and the, the Sixers. I feel like, you know, when you look at that situation with KD, not to get off track, it's a situation where he's in a situation that LeBron was in in 2010. It was like the next team he joins, whether he stays or whether he goes, dictates what happens for the next three to five years. Yeah, throughout the entire NBA. Throughout the whole entire NBA. Because then... Okay, you added Boogie Cousins. I mean, I spoke to people that said, you know, you look at the point A or point B. Okay, if KD leaves, what do the Warriors do? And then if KD stays, what does Boogie do? You know, I, I think it's one of those situations It's a good problem to have because yeah. Boogie is a stretch three through five. You know, he, he's like I played with him on NBA 2K at the beginning of this season. <laughs> it's like, man, he can, he can 
He can hit jumpers. He can rebound. He can pass the ball. He can he can direct traffic. And now we see in that viral video, he can dunk on KD. Yeah. But, you know, if you look at all those different chess pieces in the Warriors, the Warriors are still good. But I do think that KD is in a position where that baton is getting ready to be passed from LeBron. And some people say, well, why would he join LeBron? They're two different players. They said the same thing about Wade and LeBron in Miami. True. Um, you know, and I just think it's a situation where when you look at the Warriors and when you look at the Lakers, they are the leaders of the new school in the Western Conference, but the Lakers seem to be the next wave. You saw it first with the Celtics, then you saw it with the Heat, then you saw it with the Warriors, and it looks like you're about to see it again with the Lakers. The thing about KD, obviously his situation is a lot more clear-cut, where Davis, obviously the Lakers would have to be making packages, sending people out. With KD, you can essentially just bring him in as a free agent and just work him around the rotation that they already got. So his situation is a little bit more easier for the Lakers to kind of get done. Obviously, they have to bring him into visits, making sure he's on the same page with management, coaching, everything like that. And one thing I liked that you mentioned was that they want to make KD the face of the Lakers. Uh, Obviously, LeBron's going to be there for the foreseeable future, but obviously we know his time is pretty limited uh, at this point in his career. But with KD already in his prime, when LeBron leaves, KD will be situated in a good spot to be uh, like the Kobe to take that role as the Lakers kind of franchise player. So, like I said, I think KD, sure. I think KD's situation is a little bit more easier. And I just for the Lakers personally, I don't think that they should give up as much for David. I mean, obviously, no package is going to be good enough for what Davis can bring to. You. He's in the prime of his career. He's only twenty five years old, so nothing's going to be perfect for what the Pelicans can get out of him, but they're just going to have to make the most out of uh, a bad situation, essentially. Yeah, and if I could be objective, like, you know, whether the Lakers go out and do since the beginning of time, they get stars. Yeah. I think the Lakers have kind of been spoiled in a sense. I had Byron Scott, um, and I've had Gary Vivi, the Lakers trainer, on uh, Scoopy Radio, and I asked them, you know, even before, you know, LeBron joined the Lakers, and uh, Clyde Drexler said to me, that the Lakers have always been, the Lakers and the Celtics have always been super teams. And I asked Byron Scott yeah. and Gary Vitti what they thought about it. And they said, it's true. The only difference is we got, we got players through the draft. Yeah. We got a couple players through the trade, but for the most part, we drafted well. And I think it's just a different NBA now than it was years ago as it relates to star power. I think that back in the 80s and the 90s, players were loyal to teams. Mm -hmm. And I think now, I'll never forget, when I was in grad school, I did this independent study, and I interviewed sneaker uh, kingmaker Sonny Vaccaro. This was like in 2010. And Sonny said to me, you're going to see guys like Brandon Jennings and, and others and not just him specifically, just naming young guys. Yeah. Because this was 2010. But guys who saw people like Barkley, people like Patrick Ewing, you know, just those those 90s players be yeah. loyal to one team and not have anything to show for it. I mean, Carmelo Malone was a Utah Jazz for all those years and then towards the end with the Lakers, with, with Gary Payton, ring chased. And, mm. and, and it, it didn't come to fruition because they played a, a younger, more hungry and a defensive oriented Detroit Pistons team with which you know people don't give Tayshaun Prince his proper due he locked Kobe down yeah I remember that series like for real people thought because Tayshaun Prince was a rookie that Tayshaun Prince was chump changed uh Larry Brown and that Pistons team locked it down and I think that when you could looking at now in the NBA you know Kevin Garnett just made the cut 
when he decided to waive his no trade clause and, and, and leave Minnesota and go to Boston. And, you know, now you're seeing, you know, people blame LeBron, but really the Celtics started that, that, um, that mentality of, 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 of team hopping to win championships with, you know, with Alan Pierce and, and Garnett. And I did a, I did a piece, uh, I think it was about last year about why free agency has essentially ruined the NBA. And the ter- and the, and the point I was trying to make in that article was gone are the days of developing players. Uh, apparently teams the big market teams are letting the small market teams um grow their players and coach them up and develop them to the uh point where when they hit free agency they can just hop onto a big market team get the money and their work is done so it's just amazing like that pistons team you were talking about rasheed wallace chauncey billups rip hamilton all those guys they essentially stayed with the pistons through majority of their career ben wallace and Laker, the Lakers and Mavericks are can owe their two biggest players of all time, Kobe and Dirk, playing twenty plus years for the same franchise. And I don't think we're ever going to see that in the NBA for a while, and I don't think it's going to happen again. So it's just amazing to see the trend of how the basketball you used to be. When you look at it's night and day. Yeah, the, the, the game has changed. The game has changed. When you look at like the Dallas Mavericks in twenty eleven played the Miami Heat. That truly was the last team um, that you really saw just a bunch of guys playing. And, and, you know, I think a lot of attention was paid to Miami Heat because in that first year, you know, LeBron and and, and company um, were were a super team and they made it to the finals and they had to grow and they lost to that Dirk team. But Dirk had their number because they lost in 2006 to a Wade and Shaq-led Miami Heat team. But I think people don't realize how good, how defensively that that Dallas Mavericks team was. excelled yeah uh, jason kidd jj berea jason terry uh, uh deshaun stevenson uh, tyson chandler you got brian cardinal in there putting up minutes too like he yes was, <laughs> so. yes yeah Brian. no brian cardinal has always been a shooter yeah and, uh, chris Gallabrini, if you will there you go. um but i definitely think you're right I, I think that super teams man have ruled the nba the last what last seven eight years yeah you look at it ever since lebron joined miami uh it seems like a super team has been in the finals Every single year. Yep. <laughs> so, but and and, and 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 to kind of put this into in this particular topic in summation, people get mad about super teams in the NBA the same way people were mad at the Yankees for bringing superstars yeah. to the team, and it's crazy because now the Yankees don't really have a ton of superstars on the team, and they're and they're competitive, but they're still the Yankees, so people get impatient. Yeah. And then and then the Red Sox followed suit. Tried yeah. to do the same thing the Yankees were doing. They figured it out. They figured out what won championships, and they kind of just followed the mold of that. Yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's it's just crazy. And I just want to close it out. I just want to circle back to something you mentioned about uh, clutch sports and Rich Paul. Obviously, when Davis switched over earlier in the year, uh, early in the season, sorry. And how much of an impact do you think that it's having on him going to LA? And obviously, you mentioned the KCP contract structure uh he can waive any trade that gets uh offered to him so do you think that him signing with clutch sports was kind of like a foreseeable thing that he was going to la and that the rich paul is kind of doing everything he can to get both his clients together and lebron and anthony davis or do you think that this is just a business decision from anthony davis i think it's a combination of everything with no 100 percent going to any situation that you name um i think that when you look at rich paul and you look at LeBron, um, they were ahead of their time. And by, by that, I mean this. Um, 
when you look at LeBron James and what he's done uh, free agency-wise, he changed the culture of what it meant to take your talent somewhere. It starts there. But then it goes further. I mean, when, when, when LeBron first came to the league, for example, he had Aaron Goodwood as his agent. LeBron took his friends, his childhood friends, mm-hmm. and put him around the best people to basically learn all the cheat codes mm-hmm. and the secrets. Then they took that knowledge and he invested his money, and then they started their own firm. So, number one, LeBron James became the antithesis of what any rich athlete was, where they just gave a whole bunch of money to their friends with no return on their investment. Right. First of all, that's brilliant. Let's go. Let's start there. Yeah. Second of all, um, not only are his friends representing him, but then they add on clients. That's like watching an episode of Entourage. Like that's <laughs> a genius. Yeah. And so we have that. Then on top of it, you're adding marquee people. I mean, when you look at what LeBron James has done as a player, it's no different than changing the culture in the Garden, which Jay Z did when he started Rock Nation. Mm-hmm. Rock Nation is not just music; it's sports, it's branding. I mean, he's, he's got entertainers. Like, you, you go from Jay-Z sitting down in an interview with Angie Martinez to now representing Angie Martinez. Now, it's under the umbrella of CAA. So, go back to the part about LeBron James. I mean, Rich, hiring Rich Paul. Rich Paul, you know, negotiated a deal for John Wall. John Wall's got, like, a, I think a trade clause in his contract or kicker in his contract. That's like, how did he do that? Yeah. Rich Paul is a school too. And so, <laughs> when you look at this Caldwell Pope situation, I've always said this. I've gone on record and said... Catavius Caldwell Pope last season was the entry point for Rich Paul and, and Magic Johnson to have any type of conversation about anything, whether it's mentoring or whether it's LeBron James. Because, bro, you realize Catavius Caldwell Pope got arrested for something and mm-hmm. he took, he paid back his restitution when the Lakers were doing the California Roads win. I think he could play against the Clippers, he could play against the yeah. he, could against he couldn't the leave the state of California. I remember that. <laughs> yes. And it's like, so when I saw that, I said, yo, he's up to something, but I'm not mad at the brother. And so now, a year later, he signs that deal, LeBron James comes in, and then magically Anthony Davis, you know, is represented by Clutch. I'm not mad at any of those situations, and I think it's, you know, as long as they're following rules, because, you know, they'll say haters will say it's Photoshop, haters will also say it's collusion, and they've done it the right way. I mean, and aside from, you know, the side of managing and contracts and stuff like that, they've also brought, you know, intellectual property together. The Brad's Barbershop, Shut Up and Dribble, and some of those other initiatives, even Space Jam. Some of this stuff I'm privy to as I was reporting over the summer and got laughed at, but, you know, people are quiet now. What I can say is, they're changing the game, and they they're, they are creating their own culture and are a part of the culture at the same time. So in, in a larger scope, uh, I think it's good for culture. I think it's good for basketball. And I also think that whether, you know, Anthony Davis signs with the Lakers or not, you know, you've seen the proof of the pudding of what Rich Paul has done with LeBron and other people. So it, it's, it's, it makes sense that uh, people would assume uh, that Davis wants to go to the Lakers, or if the Lakers thing is, is so cut, is so coded based upon the representation and and the contracts that have been established with Contavious Caldwell Pope. Yeah, that's my story. I'm sticking. It makes perfect sense. I mean, LeBron is probably the most decorated businessman I've ever seen in the professional sports. He's like you said, created him an, his own brand strictly from the ground up. Yeah, he did everything. Yep, he did, he. Had Worked hard, did everything, and I was reading something about how he spends his money, and the cool thing was he takes training facilities of the team he's on, 
and replicates that in his home. So that's just it's crazy to know how his mind works, uh, both inside the game and outside the game, and how he. Um, you saw him talk about Bronny Jr. and all that stuff in his barbershop talk. And it's just amazing to see uh, LeBron at this point in his career, seeing him come up and mature from a high school kid to where he's at now, creating his own school in Akron. It's just, it's just sky's the limit for him, and uh, we'll see what Rich Paul can do for Anthony Davis, and you know he's going to get the money regardless of where he goes. So Yes, sir. Good day, Paige. <laughs> all right, that pretty much does it, Scoop. My man, thanks for having me on. we got to do this again. Yeah, definitely. No problem. I appreciate the time. Again, that was Scoop B. Robinson from Basketball Society. You can follow him on Twitter, and his handle is at Scoop B. Like I said, he does a great job for us at Basketball Society. We are tremendously thrilled to have him as part of our team. And just go on his Twitter and see what he's up to next, because he's always breaking news. Scoop B Radio. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.